0: Let's get this bitch started. And I said we got this. Flow stupid yet the rhyme so brilliant. Never could you bring the kid down, I'm too resilient. And fuck them biting ass niggas who be stealing. Y'all niggas copy my style like a chameleon. I'm a Brazilian, that's one in a million. Too hot for ceilings, it's how I am feeling What the blood clot, how did all these dug rocks have
1: me looking dumb hot With my eyes all bloodshot, now that's a mugshot In the making, no need for oven when you're waking Yo, yo, yo,
0: welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast, h up in this bitch
1: Yes sir, yes sir, we back man in this week, as promised for the third time, <laughs> but we are delivering this time, of course we got the long awaited Foxy Brown Broken Silence Yes Review of the album Now this was the album that my co-host chose So let the, let the audience know What made you choose this album
0: Well as y'all already know I'm a big fan of Foxy Brown Always has been since she came out and I just fucking love this album. This album came out at a certain, it came out my like right after I graduated from high school. So I'm just aging myself like shit because mm. I believe it came out in like July of 2001. I mean, I pulled that up information so I can right. actually do it. Yeah, July 17, 2021 or 2001, um, and. Like I li- literally like you know I'm going to college you know I've already fucked with Foxy and this is probably like the most gutter album I've heard her spit since her first album because her second album which was China Doll really wasn't that great of an album I mm-hmm. can say that uh so and plus she was she was of course you know I'm all, I was deep in my Caribbean shit back then just like I am now so like I was learning uh patois at that point and she was speaking in patois but it was Trini patois mm-hmm. a little bit different than Jamaican patois but understandable if you try <laughs> um.
1: I would imagine it's kind of like uh, separating Spanish from, like, Portuguese. No, it's actually
0: it... a little bit easier than that. It's just that a uh, lot of the times that different words can mean different things. And, like, I can't think of anything right now except for the word duppy for some stupid reason. And I don't remember what it means in, in Trini, but it's more of, like, an insult. But it
1: just means ghost.
0: Like Shout in, out in to
1: Pusha T because I think that. Was, oh no, that was that was actually the Drake song. He called it the Guppy Duppy Freestyle.
0: Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. That's when right.
1: he was dissing at, at Pusha. Oh, but um, yeah, no, I, I noticed that a lot too. Though is um, now granted, I don't know if she did this in her previous albums because I don't remember. Even though we did review her first album, mm-hmm. but I feel like she did a lot of uh, Patois. Spoke a lot of Patois on this joint.
0: She did. She really did. And it was the first time that you ever really heard her like spit Patois like that. On on a record So it was It was really cool for me And then But it was kind of like As soon as she started doing it Everybody who had A little bit of Island Something in them Started doing it too But I mean Mm. It was kind of the same thing Like everybody who had Latino heritage Really came the fuck out Once Oy Mikanto And Gasolina got hot
1: Duh We gotta (laughs) We have to do Like a history show On on the fucking oye mi canto Bruh. let me not say it like a white dude or, or like a non-speaking spanish person <laughs> oye mi canto <laughs> i don't know why i just said it that way my bad y'all It just y'all slipped off the day.
0: tongue dog. just slipped off the yeah.
1: tongue <laughs> yeah i don't know why i said oye mi canto, <laughs> mi
0: canto. but
1: dog but nah that song right there is honestly uh and also there was another song that came on shortly after that which also featured nori it was uh, reggaeton latino oh yeah know, I remember that song. The Don't my joint. Yeah, yeah. That yep. was that was
0: that was prom club time for me. So you know, oh, like we used good. to get it in. We used to go to the club and on the main floor, like we we went to Dream, which was a, uh, it was it was a uh, what was it called back uh, when y'all was there? Shit, did they change the name back like then? Ibiza. It was uh shit, I can't remember what it was. It was love. That's right. Yeah, it got changed to love. But like you walk in and it'd be like the kind of like the hip hop R and B ish kind of. Top 40 type joint in mm-hmm. there that was partyable Then you go upstairs to the next joint, and that'd be like salsa merengue and like reggaeton and then you go to the next floor and it's all dance hall with a little bit of mixed in because you know you had like Lil John and the East Side boys that had songs with them niggas and, and right. fucking 36 Mafia had the joint with Voltheo <laughs> it was all over the place yo so like I yeah, remember that no. I'm sorry I'm, I'm sidetracking like a motherfucker.
1: Nah I ain't gonna lie you, you totally just brought me back myself to like 2012 <laughs> prime going up flights of stairs to go to the next floor of yep, a club Yep. yo those are memories that that will forever be in my memory yes forever very, very drunken and very like not very vivid memories but sure enough they are in my memory bank.
0: oh you had memories of the stairs because you didn't want your ass to slip and fall down
1: them motherfuckers because they kick yeah. your ass the fuck out <laughs> whether you was yeah. hurt or not yeah that is a fact you was holding on to that rail bro like a motherfucker because you was not about to fall down there because you the, usually them joints was like a, a, a like an actual flight it wasn't just like you then, went up. You, like a you was walking. Steps.
0: You was walking. It was it was exercise to get up to the next floor.
1: Yeah, sometimes even two flights. Exactly. So you know, yeah, man. I'm not gonna lie. I, as much as that does sound like fun, I, I, my knees and my fucking pocket don't miss it at all. So. You,
0: you ain't Go said on. number the word. You ain't said number the word. Mid-ing. But not to try to track too hard. But um, I, again, I've always loved this album. Again, I think it was really the first time when someone started speaking. The patois on on mm. record and then it kind of it got more people to do it whether they were caribbean or not uh good things bad things you know time tells but um this album, it just kind of hit at a time in my life where it was just Little like
1: appropriation in there, you know. You know what
0: I'm saying? I was working full time. I was getting ready to go to school. I had money in my pocket. I thought I was a bad motherfucker. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, and this album just came in and it hit right at the good, right at the right time. And it was a, it was a sick ass fucking album. Like, yeah. there's mostly bangers on this joint. There's very few joints that I actually skip. There's probably two, maybe three songs at absolute most that I always skip when I listen to this album. But they're not horrible songs. I just don't like the. Structure of the song, mm-hmm. and I don't like the people in the song necessarily.
1: I think I know what song you're talking about, but we're gonna wait for the review. There you go.
0: <laughs> sir, right, you so think?
1: Let me just say this real quick before we start out. Uh-huh. So, obviously, you know, I had listened to the first uh, Foxy joint when we reviewed this joint yeah. uh, on the podcast, and um, yeah, you know, I, I, ever since then, I knew that Foxy could spit, man. I knew that she was, she was like that. I knew that, honestly, I'm being totally honest. She's probably... I mean, I guess you could say Nikki has taken the spot as far as like her lyrical ability, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I still think that I like Foxy's delivery better. It's just very gritty, very New York. That's because
0: she ran with that style. Like I said, I have to get you to listen to... Um... The, uh, the Firm The album The Firm mm-hmm. she With AZ got, With AZ Nas Cormega Like she ran with them niggas And them was the street niggas You know what I'm saying well, mm-hmm. At least for the most part AZ and Cormega <laughs> Yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> But she ran with them niggas And so she had a style That was more catered to them She's even on I'm trying to remember I, I want to say it's the Who Shotcha Freestyle She's on that joint I think like right after uh, Fat Joe uh, And she, she ripped okay. that shit too And like yeah. think about it Most of the time That she started out like on like on the Who Shot You Remix and shit like that. She was like 14, 15, maybe 16 years old, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So she's mm-hmm. still out there holding her own back then and then continued to do it. Of course, always got to say in a in a in a in a industry cuz it really was an industry that was a straight up boys club at that point. There was right. there was very few. I think they were the only two, her and Kim, were the only two like that were really popping off when hip hop really really started to take off in that in that era.
1: What about um cuz we reviewed another Female MC uh, that we recently did. I, I I just I just seen her perform like at a basketball game halftime show on TV. Forgot what the hell her name was. Um, damn, bro, I don't even know how to look this this uh, this album up. But we, we just reviewed it not too long ago. I don't know if you remember that. Hmm. It was a, a female rapper. Um, she's like considered like one of the like the bigger. I would say in a lot of like um, people's ideas, they would they would say she's a pretty big what Queen Latifah? Uh, nah. Hmm. Damn, bro, I am blown that I'm not gonna figure this out because I I think I'm oh I found it the brat. Oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, I bring all that up to ask: Was the brat still around? Uh, this time, or, or, or had or had it th- or had rap taken a different like direction in a sense. She essence.
0: did her like what I say was like the the try and stay in the industry album. Uh, at this yeah. point, um, where she was in like you know bikinis on the beach with Tyrese talking about what do you like whole lot of foreplay until <laughs> you get it stuff. Cause that song it was all right, but like you never saw the brat like feminized like that ever. Yeah, and we'd already had we weird, we'd had probably, since like right? 1993 with the brat. I think it was. Uh, yeah. And we'd never seen her like that before So everybody was like oh, Okay that's weird So it was more of a change It was more of the reaction to that change Versus what she spit Everybody still likes yeah. the song The song is still vicious Vicious ass song It was just really weird to see her change up like that
1: mm-hmm. It's kind of like when you see like the uh, But it was
0: also towards the end of, I, I want to say towards the end of what her real career was
1: Gotcha yeah. So it, it, it's kind of like when you uh When um. Y- Damn, I don't even know what I was trying to say there, but I, I yeah. get what you're saying. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. I realized that what I was going to say didn't correlate with what you were saying. So I'm oh, gonna okay.
0: Say. Work, work, work,
1: work. But, but, um, okay. So, all right. So at this time it was Kim, Foxy. The first album came out from Foxy. And then the second joint, which we, like you were saying, was a more pop kind of. Kind of, yeah. It
0: was like 99, I think it was, it said.
1: Mm-hmm. And then and this one
0: was 2001.
1: So... To kind of jump into the album, um, I guess a lot of things was happening to uh, to, to Foxy. I think she got found uh, almost overdosing uh, off, off of some pills that mm-hmm. she talks about in the album. Yep. She had a car crash. Mm-hmm. It, you
0: know, and and again, you find all that. Say that again? She had a fight in a nail salon.
1: Fight in a nail salon. A couple uh, other little, little, little couple knockdowns. other things that the intro talks about. Yeah. So it, it, it's just interesting. You know, it's called Broken Silence. She kind of breaks the silence of, I'm guessing, of everything that happened, essentially. Yeah, because she never
0: really spoke on it, like, that much. Like, I think she did eventually, but, like, initially, when all this stuff was going down, you didn't hear shit from Fox. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There was nothing. You heard about it, and then you were like, damn, okay, well, what she got to say? And then nothing.
1: You'd hear nothing. And it's crazy, because, you know, in 20, you know, 20 years later, that would never be the case. Ever. Because of social media and everything. Oh, yeah. You know, everybody would know what's going on with everybody. But, um but fuck it, let's, let's go ahead and dive into the, into the review, man all
0: right man well like you said we already covered a little bit of the the intro because it gave a little bit of uh background as to what had been going up what had been going on into her life at that point between 99 and 2001 when this came out uh the next song that i liked on here I've, i think it was a great strong song to actually start the album was, was fallen because mm. it was very very hard uh, it was a hard beat like a hard dropping beat and it, it, she, she had a really good flow and a really good spit on it Like you know what I'm saying like it's not it to me. It had a lot of fucking energy um, And at the same time it kind of sounded a little reserved like she still could have spazzed out a little bit more if she wanted yeah. to But it was like she was trying to control herself
1: Yeah, no, definitely and um you know this one has a, a pretty dope uh hook by young Gavin, which apparently is her, her brother. I believe yeah, it's her little brother her, yeah so um and you know he comes up in the later on in the um in the album in one of the skits of, of one of the songs yep but he did a good job on on the joint i thought that that was a dope song i thought just overall you know she kind of covered everything that the intro kind of talked to kind of briefly brushed over yeah. and she pretty much saying that she's back and you know obviously she's been going on but she's back and she's over here to fuck you bitches up <laughs> exactly so i thought this one was dope but i also wanted to say that um this kind of shows the age of this album because one of the lines was "stand a man like PS 2
0: Yeah, that was and, one of the things I was going to bring up later on. Thank you for bringing that up because I was that's part of my whole test of time thing. Lines <laughs> like
1: that, no, 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 no. Yeah. Some of
0: the beats, no, 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 no. no. Yeah, the,
1: <laughs> dog, the beats. Oh my god, dog! It's so crazy how 2001 this album sounds. I am not gonna bruh. Lie
0: to you. The Arabic music all over this motherfucker, yeah. yo. Like I. It sounds awesome, but that was a motherfucking time where everybody had Arabic music going on and Bro, all their music.
1: Honestly, from like 2001 maybe to like 2005, which yeah. ended with, I don't know if you remember that song, Arab Money. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, because <laughs> I, I, I love that song, <laughs> <God damn> it <laughs>
1: <laughs> dog come to find out, they're not really speaking uh, Arabic at all, and it was just Ron Brow saying you you know." Wow, that well, yeah, was—I thought that that was a sample or something.
0: I thought it was too shit, but I shit, I don't speak nothing.
1: <laughs> Nigga, I feel you. I found out later that apparently that was just Ron browse just fucking saying random shit. Wow.
0: <laughs> Cause I remember somebody in high school, I can't remember what the girl's name was, but I'm pretty sure she was from India, and she 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 told me what the fuck uh the dude said at the beginning get your freak on, and oh, I, I okay, wish okay, to this okay, day okay, I okay. wish I could remember what the fuck she said it meant, but I <laughs> that was a long time ago,
1: <laughs> and that was such a time because I feel like you definitely wouldn't be able to get away with that in today's time people oh no yeah. somebody would freak
0: oh. the fuck out unless you had like an artist from that side of the world that was like <laughs> that was like you know featured on the song or some
1: shit. That's like the only way you can do that nowadays. But like you said, everybody was doing that back then. And and Foxy definitely wasn't. Innocent it out on this other thing. Not
0: at all, but it kind of is amazing, like how they how they kind of took that that little sampling genre, I guess you could call it, and just kind of ran with it, and they made mm-hmm. some really good fucking beats. Like I can't think of a bad beat that's mixed in with any of that old school music like that that sounds bad. Like that's just a bad mm-hmm. beat. You know what I'm saying? They all generally came out really fucking good.
1: No, that's a fact. That's a fact. I agree. Um, let's. I'm gonna go on to uh number three, mm-hmm. which is a uh, BK Anthem. And no, I thought oh, there's a... yeah. oh is that number four? Yeah, the BK Anthem is number four. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Number four. Um, you know what it is, is because I didn't write anything for the intro. So <laughs> one is actually number two, two number three. Somebody I might have to remember go. that. But um, but yeah, so BK Anthem, man, listen, for for one, I feel like she kind of had a similar like Jay-Z flow kind of in this joint. Which didn't Jay write for her like at some point? Is that, Supposedly, was that yeah, at
0: the beginning of her career. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, but like you know, but but I, no, but
1: not, I, I'm just saying that to say that maybe you know, I'm not saying that he wrote this, but he oh, definitely, yeah, uh, had like a a Jay kind of flow, inspirational, in yeah, yeah. And I don't know, I, I thought the drone was dope again. Definitely a very 2001 sounding kind of beat, but uh, I feel like there's nothing more New York than making a song about your borough. You know what I mean? Especially I when like,
0: it's a hard-ass song and it's about Brooklyn.
1: <laughs> yeah, dog. I feel like if you're a New York rapper and you haven't made it... Like, the locks, I'm sure, have a song about Yonkers. I'm sure Oh, they you know do. they do. I'm sure Dipset has a song about Harlem that's called <laughs> Harlem something. Yes. Also Harlem or something like that. So... Yeah, duh. if you're a New York rapper and you don't have a song about your dog, you're not a real New York rapper. Mm-mm. So,
0: And the fact that this song is actually hard as hell, too. Like, yeah. I fucked with it. And you know, the beat to this joint is like pulsating. But it also yeah. almost has like those electronic blips from like a heart monitor machine mm-hmm. at the same time, mm-hmm. which is kind of a juxtaposing to like it be sounding good. But like with the timing that they put on it, it just sounds pretty vicious. I've kind of always a- fucked hard with the song.
1: No, for sure, and I, I feel like it's it's almost kind of like somewhat stripped down a lot. Like it's yeah. not a like it's mainly just drums. You know what I mean? And that little yeah, uh huh. But but there's not much more to it than that. Mm-hmm. But again, it's just her going hard, her represent her borough, and again, BK anthem. You know what that is. So And in a time I, I, like
0: 2001, it was like you still had to come hard as shit on your records. It didn't matter mm-hmm. what slick shit you said. You still had to come hard about everything else, too.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. So definitely super dope song for me.
0: Yes. Yeah. Now, I will jump right down to the next one. Number five, The Letter, featuring Ronald Isley. Uh, this song is sometimes difficult to listen to, mm. uh, but it's a really good song. It literally is just a letter. They say it in a chorus, this is a letter from Inga To my mother, my brother, and my baby So you already know it's about to be real sad And she's mm-hmm. apologizing to everything Which is what I'm assuming led up to the suicide attempt uh, We were talking about where she swallowed A bunch of pills and shit like that mm-hmm. And she was just telling everybody how she felt And that she was sorry that she didn't feel like she was strong enough To, to keep going and blah blah blah, blah, blah. Yep. Uh, It's actually a, a very very powerful song but at the same time, it's also a very, very sad song. So I can understand why it could be triggering for some people and definitely mm-hmm. just difficult to listen to for some people. But yeah. you gotta listen to this to this track if you're listening to this album in its total because it's it's just a real ass fucking song and some people have been through that shit before. So I mm-hmm. know that it can touch them in a certain way.
1: Oh yeah, no, for sure. Um well for one, you know, having Ronald Isley on there is, is fucking legendary on itself
0: and, and he he had this he had a simple simple thing to sing and it still made it sound dumb amazing
1: yeah because he has one of those voices that like it, it's almost like an instrument in itself i it mean really it is, is. but it like is. more than a lot of yeah, cause people some, I
0: feel like because he comes from that generation that no matter how well or how mediocre you could sing you had some kind of range because you had to there was mm-hmm. no computer generated res- yep. restoration of your voices or b- or balancing and shit like that. Like I will always say, right? Tina Turner was not the best singer in the world, God bless her soul. Mm. But Tina Turner used the power of her voice to make that goddamn song fucking work. So when mm-hmm. she couldn't carry it vocally, she carried it powerfully. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah no and I will say another person is Rihanna Rihanna's like that Rihanna's yeah. not the most talented singer in the world but mm-hmm. she will carry the fuck out of that performance and sound great and she's worked on her shit too I can tell since she did the Super Bowl shit I told yeah. you back then she had fucking some probably vocal training or a little bit of shit from yeah some restoration not restoration but uh she sounded great at she sounded fucking awesome it was one of the best ways I've ever heard Rihanna sound period
1: for sure no yeah and um and I, I think you hit it right on the nail when it comes to uh, to singing is that a lot of times the best technical singer, I guess, or a singer in, in, in a technical manner and skillful manner mm-hmm. isn't always the best artist, you know? And a lot of times, <laughs> like you said, it's it's the person who delivers it yep. best, the mm-hmm. person who, and it's all really about confidence in my opinion. It's confidence in, in your ability to mm-hmm. do what you do mm-hmm. because that allows you to do it to that extent and um and that's also and yeah, confidence
0: also is knowing your limitations on what you can and can't do because ron Isley ain't about to go above where the fuck he can go yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but 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 where he does go is fucking nuts and is legendary yeah, and exactly. it's a voice that i think uh it's unconfusable, you know. Like exactly. when you hear Ronald Isley, you know it's him. It's not even a question about. I him. love
0: it when when younger people who have heard Ron Isley, like in our time frame only, listen mm. to like so, hear some like old old shit from like the Isley Brothers. They're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know that voice. That's that's, that's Mr. Biggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I was like, that's nah. young Mr. Biggs, sir. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> nah, that's a fact, man. But yeah, super dope song. Yes. I also like at the end of the of the song the little skit where uh her brother gavin is you know talking at her side he's oh, yeah. trying to take him take him off of her and, and he's like yo like you got you gotta keep rocking i can't do this can't without, do this without, you, without you and then at the end you hear the the uh heartbeat monitor start yep. beeping again yep so kind of like a sign of her coming back which is i mean obviously what happened yeah so i thought that that was super dope to uh super dope touch at the end definitely but let me go on to the next song, which is actually the very next song, which is number 6, 730. <laughs> now, to me, look man, y'all know I love Dipset, right? And I swear, bro, if you would have told me Joel Santana was about to be on this joint, I would have been (laughs) hyped, dog, because I think this is such a dipset sounding song.
0: Actually, you know what? They missed an incredible chance for a remix on this joint. I'm not even going to fucking lie. Now that you're saying that, and I'm like, I don't know if I would say Jewels, but for damn sure, Cam. Cam would have and Cam on this joint. Oh my God, yo. That would have been crazy. And I don't even like Cam like that. And I still know it would be tight.
1: (laughs) No, that's a fact. Now that I think about it, I could definitely hear Cam on this joint. Um, But for some reason, the first name that popped into my mind was Jewel's, I could just hear, I feel like I've, there's similar songs that sound, like this beat itself was very, it just sounded like 2003 New York oh, rap yeah. in a sense. So. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah, no. Nah, I thought it was dope, I thought it was super dope, she killed it. Um. To me it's one of like the more fun kind of just, you know. I don't know. I just really liked this song. I thought it was really dope. I thought the energy was definitely there. The beat was dope, and it was just an overall really good song. I agree with you, sir. It's one of my favorite songs on this string too. So. Mm-hmm. That's actually exactly what I wrote. One of my probably my favorite song on the album. See, look at that great taste, Nick. I'm telling. you. All right, I'm gonna go
0: ahead and uh, I'm gonna go down to number nine. Hood Scriptures, one of my favorite tracks on this album. Again, another one of the the the, the uh, Arabic. Um, <laughs> Sampling songs, but this one it doesn't. It 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 does. I was just about to say it doesn't do a voice, but then I lie to myself because as soon as the chorus it comes, does. On, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it definitely does word yes. for word. And There's I would no I would English love to hook. know
0: what it, what it means, like what the chorus means. All these years, I've never thought to look it up or to ask anybody what it means. But then again, I don't know very many people who speak Arabic, and I don't know. I don't even know if that is Arabic they're speaking You know what I'm saying
1: So I actually looked it up today when I was uh, Oh getting shit, my motherfuckers is doing research and shit Yes sir 2024 coming different <laughs> What you mean <laughs> So all right. So apparently um, Okay It says also sampled from Another song in English Translates to watch I'm alone night and night Hands on my cheek there's no other than you so obviously that's probably the direct translation and we all know that a lot of times when you directly translate word for word you kind of lose interpretation in a lot of senses but it doesn't with this one
0: because after after they say those words she goes i'm speaking to the hood and then it repeats it at least i think it repeats no it might say something else but then again again i don't speak it i think it might say something else but i want to say it repeats
1: okay yeah no I, i think it does repeat i think it does repeat so
0: i mean maybe it's a direct translation maybe it's not i'm just saying that it is just for the sake of sakes because we don't really know yeah <laughs> fair enough
1: fair enough but no, Works um, for me it was uh and i like the beginning because it's very like a cinematic kind of like uh beginning and it kind of continues like, to the, the strings the... oh yeah <laughs> uh-huh. yeah it sounded very epic you know it's a Yo. very epic sounding beat and um yeah, like I said, the uh, the little uh, Arabic uh, hook was a little very much so a sign of the times, but I thought the song was dope, uh, and it kind of fit the title. It wasn't, you know, yeah. it, it didn't shy away from the title at all. I thought it was... Uh, I thought it was super dope,
0: and she definitely came with like her like lower, more like gutter ass voice on this joint. Like, mm-hmm. it was like it was like no inflection of niceness of femininity. She's like, you going about you about to hear the most incredible shit ever written. Like, damn, mm-hmm. any of them niggas could have said that shit back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? With the same fucking inflection and shit like that. So, like, she just came hard on this whole fucking album. That's what the fuck I appreciate from any of my artists, and that's First kind problem. of that's what we expected back in those days. I'm sorry, it's just what it is.
1: No, definitely. and I, I feel like you know, because obviously this was a time where hip hop was nothing but gangster music. Yeah, like like well with, the, with a few exceptions, obviously, but very, very less, very like a lot less exceptions than there are nowadays, yeah, you know what I mean? because mm-hmm. I feel like you might have had a handful of artists that were rappers back then that weren't rapping about gangster shit and weren't coming hard in the delivery. Mm-hmm. But it was far and few in between, I would say, comparatively to how much it is now.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: So, but um, I'm going to go down to number 11, which is about my paper featuring Mystical. Now, let me just say, typical Mystical energy is one of the first things I wrote down. And it just, <laughs> dog, just, first of all, I love the way he starts the joke. He said, if you ain't by sucking, fucking swallowing, bitch, you can get out or Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is such a mystical shit. You know what? It, it reminded me of this joint because I played it on uh, New Year's at my friend's house, and I don't think anybody had heard it since it came out. And he was like, he's like, go ahead, light something up, And take the cigarette outside. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, Jesus Christ, nigga. <laughs> he real no, pissed about that cigarette,
1: nigga. <laughs> that, ma- that he makes anything that he says Sounds super just com- mystically. I don't even just know. Just completely
0: see- extra. Everything turns extra, no matter what it was. I swear to God, I have to show you this song where he thought he was blind, but he just had his eyes closed the whole time. Nigga like- <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> No the fuck you didn't no say that, bro.
0: But yes, I like you said, I love the energy in this song because again, you like you said, it's very mystical and en- mystically energy-ish. Mm-hmm. I think they go back and forth great on this joint. The the because the fact that uh, especially the fact that they they rap so differently, like both of them rap so differently, and yet yeah. they sound both incredible on the same beat together. It doesn't sound weird hearing Fox and then hearing Mystical and then hearing Fox again, even though
1: they're rap completely different. You know, and again, that's exactly what I put. They both sound good together here. Yep, it's kind of so I thought I think they both man they killed it. Honestly, one of my favorite joints on here. And I feel like the hook is very catchy too. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah, my paper, bitch don't call. Me. Yep. Cause I'm like, a m- you m- 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 motherfucking ass. M- yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, hey, no bullshit dog. Now, obviously I know that a lot of crazy shit came out, you know, with Mystic and everything. But that is an entertaining ass nigga, dog. I'm
0: telling you, I would have loved to go to see this mystical concert, dog. It would yeah. have been the, one of the most It'd have been like watching Busted Rhymes back in the day, but like on crack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> nigga, I ain't gonna lie. I think as soon as I'm done, I'm gonna look up uh, old mystical uh, concert footage.
0: Ooh, that's a good idea. Send me what you find, dog.
1: <laughs> I got you. I got
0: you. All right, let me see where we at. Where we at? <laughs> I think there's two more I want to talk about for real, for real, that I fucked with hard as shit. Um shit. Uh, it would be Nana Be Like and Gangsta Boogie. Uh, okay. Nana Be Like is another one that was very much, very, very patois. So if you didn't really understand yeah. what the fuck was going on, don't worry. There was a lot of patois being thrown at you. A lot of nasty things been said, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but uh, it's definitely a, a great song. I'm not about to try and break it down right now. I'm super fucking smacked and can't remember everything that she fucking said because it's been that long since I've listened to this album.
1: Let, let me just say this because that that was also one of my favorite jokes on there. Yeah, Nana, be like, I like how she kind of goes like Nana, like like her little her <laughs> pocket that she kind of slides into Nana is yeah. pretty fucking dope. And I think that she has honestly one of the coolest nicknames at the very least of any female rapper. Which one? Il nana. Oh,
0: Ilnana. That's like Yeah, I love that shit. Oh hold I, no, she what she said. She said, uh Ah big big bone car come smoke the skunk yar. So yeah, big, yeah. big man come and smoke the skunk. Some of it, I don't even know if I'm if 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 I try and say it, I could just be saying something wrong, and I'm not about to do this to myself, especially when we have listeners from the Caribbean in both countries, oh, yeah. Jamaica and Trinidad and Tobago. So I'm not about to 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 to, 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 to disrespect one and to humiliate the other.
1: <laughs> hey, that is a very fair and uh all I'll say uh, is Wagwan massive, <laughs> Wagwan massive, Fandy facts. But, um, yeah, like I said, that's exactly what I put. Talking her shit, uh, Patois comes out. And I also put, it kind of sounds like a Busta Rhymes could have been on this joint as well. I don't know why.
0: Oh, yeah, later on when he, again, he came out later, started talking Patois and shit, and people didn't even know Busta was Jamaican until he started doing that. (laughs) And that was years after he was fucking a superstar.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, That's kind of, I'm not going to lie, that is kind of funny that, You know, um, you go like most of your career having never done it. And then like maybe like because I was this is this is probably like 10 years after his he started rapping. Right. I'm guessing at least. I mean, for for sure. (laughs) For
0: sure. My thing is, is like. Is it harder to write lyrics in Patois than it is in English? If what you've been doing is English the entire time, you know what I'm saying? Like. Does it get more difficult to put it together in another in another language versus that? Because I always wonder that about like reggaeton. Like, yeah, they can put this shit together in, in 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 Spanish, but even if they speak English, you know, well enough to communicate, could they write a song in English? What you know, what I'm saying.
1: This is what I think, right? And as somebody who's written music before, I think that, and and also somebody who speaks Spanish and, and English. My first language, yes, it was Spanish, but my dominant language is definitely English. Yeah. Um, but I will say that I feel like if you listen to Spanish music regularly, you kind of understand how to do it because a you already like write in English, so all it is is translating it into the like into Spanish exactly essentially, but you know the nuances of Spanish. Yeah. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? So so I feel like in in that regard it, that's probably how it is. So I've always been curious. Like, is for somebody who's Caribbean speaking Patois, whether it's Jamaican Patois or or um, or, or, or Trini Patois, is it kind of like a Spanish person starting to speak Spanish after speaking English, like Spanglish, kind of? I.
0: It's not really like Spanglish, but kind of, kind of is not. But uh, it's hard to it's hard to explain.
1: Cause, because cause, like it's just for like, me, right it's everybody I, called,
0: everybody's always said it's just broken English and it can be conceived of as broken English but it's it's a mix of Spanish English I think a little bit of French, French also probably. yeah uh, that I'm has like combined into making the way that we talk like the, the the flow of the language and the words that we use not just like it being broken like me say it calm now yeah it's, it's not all just like that you know what I'm saying it's
1: more fluid than that so would you say it's kind of like this, right? You in the office all day and you know, you're speaking your proper, uh, you know, non slang English, uh-huh. but your homie calls you on your break and you're like, what's good, my nigga? Ah, blah,
0: blah, blah. It's a lot like that. Yes.
1: <laughs> because I, my head, I'm like, it's, I find it so funny and Haitians do this too with Creole. How like a Haitian nigga or like a Jamaican dude or a fucking Trinity dude, you know they'll talk regular English, but when they around their peoples, man, that shit just come out like a fucking rifle, nigga. Like it
0: does, it does. I'm not gonna lie, it fucking does. My friend used to say it used to happen to me when I spoke Spanish when I came home for weekends from school. I mean, <laughs> you sound so Spanish right now. What the fuck? I'm like well, yeah. hanging out with Spanish niggas? Leave me alone. <laughs> uh-huh. But nah. yeah, no, no, it, it definitely does. Um I, just like you, my dominant language is English, so mm-hmm. I didn't learn patois until later. And, gotcha. and like you, you probably learned and mastered Spanish way before <laughs> that's what
1: I'm saying like Yeah, no, for sure. Um, but no, that that's because I again I have always kind of found that kind of interesting where like, you know, it'll be like because in a sense, right, you're saying words that you normally say a certain way, yeah. but with an accent. So it's kinda it's kinda like, but again, I I guess comparing it to like uh I don't even know how to say it, but, like, you know, how, how I would talk to my friends as opposed to how I would talk to my co-worker. Well, see, it's it's not so much
0: of, like, a like a language because it's really a dialect. Again, it's a, just a combination yeah. of stuff, but it's still primarily English. So it's kind of like I would say not versus, like, English, switching this like, speaking Spanglish or anything, but it's more like, all right, you're, you're Cajun by birth from New Zealand, like New, from New Orleans, right? Mm. But you go to school up north, and nobody can understand you, So you affect the northern accent so they can understand you. But when you get home around your people, you're Cajun again.
1: Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Totally. Okay, for (laughs) sure. I don't know. I I was actually thinking about that when when I was listening to this joint. I was like, because, you know, she goes smooth from like super Brooklyn accent to, you know, all of a sudden Patois sound like she from the for uh from fucking trini yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so, it's quick uh, with it.
0: it's it's smooth with it but again that's yeah. also the writing and 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 the person being able to actually switch in between cuz not yeah. everybody can do that whether it's english or spanish or trini or or jamaican or whatever you know what i'm
1: saying yeah no All right, and, and another question is this right mm-hmm. you know you know how like certain spanish people who like um they might not have spoken spanish a lot growing up so they know spanish but it doesn't sound like you know, natural is is there? I guess Caribbean people like that, where like
0: yes, because like, I'm one of them.
1: <laughs> Cause I was about to say, like unfortunately, if speaking, like if you were speaking to like your uncle, they just sound so like quick with it. But yeah. you, you might kind of like you know speak a little bit slower to kind of get every word out. Type and shit. it takes
0: me a minute to warm up. It doesn't just always slide right back in, but it can. But it takes me because I'm just like embarrassed. I'm like, oh, they're gonna make fun of me. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay
1: gotcha gotcha this but i mean
0: it's just it's like when i used to mess around do the english accent like i kind of lost it after i hadn't been watching like the premier league for a while yeah. you know what i'm saying <laughs> so it's like the less that you're around it the less you're going to be able to like invoke it right away you know what i'm saying if you're if you're not practicing with it no matter what it Why is you speak
1: the craziest thing is one of my friends moved to england right uh-huh. um maybe like five years ago now, a little bit more than that, probably maybe like six. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, f- cause he became a teacher out there oh, shit. and he, uh, but before he moved, he uh, lived in England. He was living in Scotland. Oh, shit. So this nigga picked up a Scottish accent <laughs> And that shit blew my mind that this nigga that I've known since I was like 16, <laughs> all of a sudden just has a Scottish accent. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? A
0: lot of people do that. Although it was hilarious. We had this kid from Scotland on the track team and the, <laughs> he, I didn't know he, no, I knew he was from Scotland, but he didn't have a trace of a Scottish accent till you okay. got his ass drunk. <laughs> he's drunk. Couldn't understand a word that motherfucker said.
1: Nigga, them dog. <laughs> They sound crazy I ain't gonna lie I'm telling but. you
0: Alright well let's go over The last couple ones That we didn't actually like On this
1: album You wanna start first? Yeah I'm gonna be honest with you I'm gonna go With number 15 I'm sorry Number 16 uh, Saddest Day Featuring Wayne Wonder And the reason I ain't like this joint Again we spoke before the uh, We started reviewing this joint Yeah But personally I feel like This is kind of like A lazy job By, uh, by pissed, her on this copy joint Copy paste Say it again? Copy,
0: paste. Copy, paste. Yeah,
1: cop, copy and paste Fendi facts <laughs> right there. Because honestly, bro, it, 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 I'm surprised that Wayne Wonder even agreed to do this, to be honest. I am too. It must have had because, to be a cash grab. It had to be, dog. Because, like I, again, for those of you that don't know, this is 100% a Wayne Wonder song. Uh, I don't know how far before, it, how long ago before this song came out. I want to say they
0: came out around the same time
1: that's kind of crazy that he agreed to do that then
0: i'm not really hold on let me go ahead and look that up while you make your point
1: um so yeah um it was just obviously the beat was a was very different in the sense that like there was it was a hip-hop sounding beat so she could rap over it yeah um but i do think that it was very much so uh kind of lazy on her end just because it, it wasn't very creative at all uh the same exact hook not anything different but it is wayne wonder yeah. coming on here and and giving his performance again so it's not like it's just a uh this like a sample of, of the joint it's it's him coming on here but again curious to see uh what the year is for Saturday day of my Life.
0: yeah so um, i thought it'd be a lot faster to look it up but it didn't even want to look up by the song it had to go to his oh uh, goodness goodness goodness
1: yeah, we need to back. have like uh Well, see, uh, that's weird. Hold on. Let me see. The the
0: day, 1993.
1: That song came out
0: in 1993? That's crazy. No. Yeah. Well, he definitely released it on the 2003 No Holding Back joint.
1: <laughs> don't look at that. Uh, that's wild. Yeah.
0: That's kind of crazy. Okay. I, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that either myself, so I have to give it to you uh and i'd say that number was it the the very last track number 18 broken silence same shit because there's Mm -hmm. a song called broken wings uh that this joint is sampled against now they have someone else singing the song i'm guessing that it's uh mono or whoever no that's a producer uh i don't know who this person is because there's like five different writers on this song Mm. (laughs) and um don't oh it says Darius was the vocals, so whoever Darius is, because he's not, he don't have a highlight, he ain't got a link Uh, (laughs) He probably
1: probably ain't even getting roses off that He probably
0: not, but again, it was just literally copy and paste with somebody else singing the words, and then her putting a verse over it, and then him singing the chorus of the actual song that they're sampling and then her throwing another chorus over it, like it's not anything spectacular because there's been other joints where like uh, we did the Busta Rhymes joint, where he did the joint with Ozzy Osbourne, one of Ozzy's old songs uh, mm-hmm. And I mean, it sounded way better because there was more energy and more this and that. Plus, he but he actually got Ozzy to sing the chorus on an Ozzy song. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we didn't even yeah. get the original nigga who sang this one. So, like, <laughs> who the fuck is this random nigga? You know what I'm saying? That would have been the strength off of that period.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but, she, But hey, okay. Uh, you, sir. <laughs> Be no, before I go too I far. was just going to
1: say, um, for me, you know, this song when I hear the beat, immediately, immediately, because it's one of my favorite Tupac songs. Yes. I think until the end of time, uh, I think most people probably would, to be honest, because I think that song is just a bigger song than than this one is, yeah, but it, it almost sounds identical to beat. Um, and again, they came out the same year. Yeah, the Tupac album was a posthumous compilation album. But nonetheless, they came out the same year. Tupac drunk came out a few months earlier, though. So in that regard, I can't really, you know, argue against that. But yeah. I agree with you everything you said, copy and paste. Um the beat was exactly the same. There wasn't much different to it. The hook was exactly the same. So wasn't a big fan of, of ending it with that. Even though the song itself, what she says, is pretty dope in the joint, I think.
0: Yeah, true, true, true.
1: Um, mm-hmm. but as far as a song that I didn't like, another joint, I'm gonna be totally honest with you, number uh twelve, run your shit. Thank you. Because I was getting ready to go there. Dog, first of all, that beat it. <laughs> I literally, like, that. what the fuck is this, nigga? <laughs> like, he says it at the beginning. He's like, ugh. Yo, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I, I... dog, I swear that nigga literally says, ugh. Like, he really does. Is this? Is this what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> nigga, that is the worst probably one of the worst starts to any song no nah, was that honest- fucking um um swiss beats you know i was just about to say that but it wasn't i looked it up and i don't think he produces joint but let's oh, let's no. make the sure
0: ne- no no wait a minute wait a minute i thought about to say the neptunes i was like don't 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 trash my life now no
1: nah. uh no shit
0: nokio as not drew hill Nokia? Oh, oh okay oh that's weird i don't know who kirkland is but okay they said that nokio from drew hill did it
1: i read okay. the production yeah
0: he was the producer okay that maybe, maybe is that's why he don't produce much shit, <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> nigga honestly bro this sounded and y'all already know how i feel about swiss beats i am not a fan of swiss beats, beats. Yeah. they all kind of sound like this in, in my opinion uh-huh uh, but yeah, I I just there's really not much to say about this. song I think the hook is kind of annoying too. I'm gonna be totally honest with you. Just the whole song, I totally this is a skip. No question, no yeah. look, uh-huh. just skip. I might skip the next one just just to me make sure I skip this one. You know,
0: <laughs> I've never been a fan of Capone and Noriega like that for real. Mm-hmm. For real, um, I've always thought that like like it used to annoy me how Cam rapped back in the day. It used to super annoy me how how uh Nori rapped. Nori. So like I just was never a big fan of them. I just never listened to their shit because I couldn't stand a nigga voice. Capone be- Capone raps all right on this joint. It's, it's, it's yeah. it sounds good and everything, but uh, I can't. I can't. I love you, know. I, I love you. I love you as a radio host, as a podcast hoster.
1: <laughs> you know, I, I would say that, but I'm Team Taxstone for life. And he kind of did him dirty when he interviewed uh uh you know, uh, uh uh Troy Average. Oh god, but, um, yeah, I remember that. But but if we're speaking just straight up on his rapping, I was never also a big fan of Nori. I think that he should probably, probably should have stuck to doing more reggaeton songs. (laughs) You know what I mean? But hey, neither here nor there. Wasn't a fan of this song. Glad you weren't either. Let's get the fuck on with the next one.
0: And the song that I like to hate, I would say, is "Candy" featuring Khalees.
1: Oh, I'm glad you said that too.
0: Because like it's it can be a jam every now and then, but it's not nah. a great song for real.
1: It and, really is, not and,
0: and of course, it's got it's it's got a it's got a Neptune's beat on it. Uh, because everything that Khalees did ever was done with the <laughs> Neptunes. <laughs> um, but like it's okay like if it comes on and we had a party or something like that you know it's cool i can't like candy that's cool whatever whatever but it's like i don't i don't ever want to hear it when i'm listening to this album and i haven't since like very like in the mid-2000s
1: my nigga let me tell you something though when i was listening to this joint on on my way to work on the rate on the on my headphones i was praying that the motherfucker sitting behind me on the train didn't hear me listening to some sh- to some shit. that said, "I think just like candy, so dance
0: with me." I, did. I feel
1: you, dog. No, so every time I'd ha- I have to lower the volume down a little bit on this job just to hey, listen to the drum. I but no, but luckily, honestly, it really isn't that great of a song in general. Like I, c- I could, you know, put my toxic masculinity to the side if a song is good. Yeah, but in know, honestly, I think the hook is super basic. It's very, uh, in a, almost annoying, in a sense, how basic and simple it thank is. Thank you, thank um, you. I'm not the only one because it was just very pe-
0: elementary for a third album.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know, granted, you know, this is this does come from the girl, the girl who sings uh, "My Milkshake Brings All the Boys to the Yard." You got a point. So it doesn't really, you know, surprise me too much, but. Yeah, man, I'm so glad you said that because I was really not a fan of that joint. I definitely listened to that joint the least while reviewing to this joint. Yeah, because it's- You might it's, have not listened to it at all.
0: I didn't, honestly, because I listened <laughs> to the album probably three times in the last four days, and I definitely skipped that song every song every fucking time. No, I listened to it the first time, and then I was like, oh, yeah, skip.
1: Yeah. I don't think I finished no, I, it. I agree, man.
0: All right, so basically, uh, what, would you give, what would you give the album out of 10, sir?
1: All right, man. So again, I think this is a really uh, good album. All in all, there are a few skips, as we just mentioned. Yeah. But when I really uh, break it down, I would say I give it an eight point five out of ten. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very strong album. I think it's one of the better uh, female rap albums that I've heard, honestly, um, because you know that that is something that is, and I'm just being honest here. Uh, I feel like a thing when you're. When at least for me, speaking for me personally, when it, when I listen to uh, female rap, is that um, you know, I kind of want to be able to kind of rap along to it, you know what yeah. I mean? And I feel like this is something that, or or, or it's something that is more rap alongable for you know men. Essentially, is what I'm yeah. trying to say. No, I get so it, I man. and I think that that's something that that Foxy does very well is uh, just stay open to both side, you know, both. Sex is uh, being able to listen to her music Because she comes hard Yeah, like, That's the reality of it She comes hard on everything she's on And yeah man I think I think she did a really dope job uh, on this joint uh, Great third album Great bounce back album for that matter For sure
0: and I love it, the fact that you're going to give it A higher score than I did I gave it an 8 <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So I fucking love that I mm-hmm. agree with you she's, She fucking spits on this joint And it doesn't matter guy or girl You can catch something You can feel something about what she's saying yeah. um again this album is very nostalgic for me and i remember why i didn't listen to certain songs so many times as i did other songs but i mean this is like what it's an 18 track album it's an 18 track album yep and we only came up with about four songs that we really didn't fuck with
1: let me add one more um, oh yeah uh oh i liked Spr- oh yeah i've always loved that song
0: that was the main that was the the the, the main the, sing- the uh, single yeah the main single
1: there you go That's i knew say. i had heard that joint. that was probably one of the to be totally honest with you, maybe like one of maybe two or three songs that I heard before on this joint. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know, the hook is just kind of, I ain't, I ain't really fucking <laughs> I feel you, I feel you.
0: Hey, everybody has their thing, but again, that's still f- like five, four to five sure. songs on 18 track album. That's still a fucking solid ass album.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. You know, I, I agree with you and I'm surprised. Uh, I thought you were going to give it at least 8.5, but I think 8 is a solid score too. Oh yeah. uh, I totally agree. Uh, we haven't really done this too often, but we're just going to slide it in because we already know what the answer is going to be for both of us. <laughs> Does this album stand the test of time? That is an emphatic no, <laughs> N-O for me. It, for it many, struggles many too re- much
0: with the, with the Arabic music. There's just too, as, as good as they are, there's too yeah. many of them. And that's the biggest yeah. sign of the time right there. Plus the shit like the mention of the PS2 or, you know <laughs> I'm saying? Shit like that. So like, i can't say that it does simply because a lot of beats especially like that run your shit beat dog what oh the my fuck? god like, that
1: beat legitimately makes me nauseous it
0: it's yeah. not a good beat at all it's not aesthetically it's... or auditorially pleasing and i don't even auditorially like that is the right way to do that but i'm just saying <laughs> think... words on this podcast <laughs>
1: so, one thing i realized if you use a word with enough conviction. People won't question this so. <laughs> You fucking right about that dog <laughs> I've, I've seen people say it, And I'm like Yo you lucky I ain't trying to put you On the spot bitch <laughs> <laughs> All right y'all Well thank y'all
0: for Joining us on the Finally uh, given the uh <laughs> the album review for Foxy Brown Broken Silence long awaited is what the word I was the words I was trying to remember to say. Oh man! Um, but thank you all for uh kicking it with us and checking out the podcast. The uh, we will be bringing you another joint, and I actually revised it, but we're doing the new Caliuchas album, and I don't remember I'm glad what you it's said called. That. But we're gonna do that shit. It's called orquivias there Or-key-vias. you go there you go
1: because that shit
0: yeah. was fire and my nigga we're doing it <laughs> yo
1: first of all let me just say Kali we've talked about her on the show yes she's a local dmv girl from virginia yep. you know she's from cali colombia if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. so shouts out to her she's super dope super talented she's one of the one one of the people that i think is the most talented beautiful uh uh, just overall artists out there. And when we artists. say
0: like sh- you can use your voice as an instrument, that's her. She yeah. has the ridiculous ability to morph her voice into whatever it is that she's singing. Young, mm-hmm. the song Te Mata, yo, that song, mm, Chef's Kiss. It sounds like some old school tragic, like like nineteen twenties shit. That you know she's in a club singing her heart out about this. Yeah, you know, bro, the joint is it, it, magical.
1: Here's the crazy part about it, though, is that her range is so crazy. It's not, not, not necessarily. Well, and maybe her her vocal range. But I'm saying her artistic range is yes. so crazy. Yes. Because there's also, if I'm not mistaken, like a merengue sounding joint on here. Yeah, she got a joint on, on
0: with, with with one with uh, JT from the from the City Girls and and El Alpha.
1: Exactly. <laughs> like exactly. what? Okay. The ra- the the range is crazy. So definitely I am looking forward to reviewing that album We hope y'all are looking forward to seeing what we think about it Even though it sounds like we're gonna have a lot of good things to say about it Oh yeah But definitely stay tuned for that It'll be coming in a few weeks
0: Yes sir But
1: until then keep rocking with us man We gonna uh, keep providing the episodes in between And yeah man we gonna gonna rock out like that
0: All right, y'all be good And if you can't be good be the best you can be And take the path of love y'all
1: hey man if you can't do that man at least make your mama proud man and let me just say this you know we in the DMV area we hadn't had snow in a long ass time and then we had snow two weekends in a row yeah. if I'm not mistaken is what it was mm-hmm. and and that shit was some bullshit I ain't gonna lie so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I take that back I take everything I said back fuck the snow I had enough snow For at least another five years. So that's (laughs) all It only takes one to kill the spirit. (laughs) It really does, dog. Because when you have to find a way to make it to work still, Mm -hmm. yeah, fuck that. So (laughs) (laughs) all right,
0: y'all. We'll catch y'all later. Take it easy. Wash your hands, wash your ass. Love each other. We out. Peace. Peace.